Welcome to the Utterly Useless Podcast. Uh, I am going to start with the introductions. To my left, the singing fruit of the podcast, my brother, Jeremy. La la la. Off to my right, the ghost of Christmas yet to come, Timmy C. And of course, the voice that you're hearing is I, Brett, nephew Fred. (laughs) (laughs) I watched that movie last night. (laughs) <laughs> if he what if he was a tasty certainly would be sour. <laughs> yep. Oh, I love 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 the Muppets Christmas Carol. Did you I heard a rumor. Mm-hmm. I I mean like I think I read it somewhere that they're going to restore the one song to Disney Plus next week. That's what I heard next too. Next week. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so far the closest I've come to that is my Blu-ray, which is a deleted scene. Yeah. So, look forward to it, I guess, because it's just so weird where it just randomly, like, all of a sudden they're getting saying goodbye and all that stuff. Yeah. No, and it is a well-beloved song, which is kind of like, like, why did you take it out? And in case you don't know what we're talking about, it's Muppet's Christmas Carol, one of the greatest Christmas... Carol's movies and Christmas movies of all time, yep. if you ask me. Yeah. Have you seen the new Spirited movie? Mm-hmm. That one wasn't too bad. Yeah. Different perspective. I enjoyed it. Yep. What's Spirited about? That's Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell, and it's it's a musical, but it's it's um essentially a Christmas carol. Told from the ghost perspective. Yeah. Oh. And it's actually a very, I don't know, I've, I've found it very entertaining. Um. The music was like the only downfall for me because I'm not the biggest musical, but even the music was like, okay, I'm going to get on board with this. Yeah. Good afternoon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Hmm. The Good Afternoon song is probably the best. Yes. What's that on? That's on Apple. Apple Plus. That's on Apple Plus. Okay. All right. So the introductory quote, this sh- probably should come from no surprise. My speech. Here's my Christmas speech. Thank you all and Merry Christmas. That was a speech. It was dumb. It was obvious. It was pointless. It was short. We loved it. <laughs> I always forget their names. I try to remember from time to time. Uh, Not Marley and Marley, Wal- but Waldor and S- Stantler. Or yeah, like Waldor that. and Stantler. <laughs> I like them. They're funny. Yeah, like the the their appearances on the old Muppet Show were always my favorite. Mm-hmm. I I just I love it. And like some people will like put compilations of them on YouTube, and it's just like I think there should be more. <laughs> they um so there's a more modern Muppet Babies, uh-huh. and they're the neighbor to the nanny or whatever, and <laughs> they're still pretty funny. Not as funny because they definitely you know toned it down, but. They're pretty funny. Hmm. Excellent. I will have to give. That's also on Disney Plus. Uh, that's on yeah Disney Plus. I mean, but it's you know it's more you're not gonna like it as much <laughs> as okay. the original Muppet Babies. There's huh. definitely a lot more to learn, but I mean, I well, I enjoy watching it with my kids because it's something to watch that's not Mickey Mouse. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, merit badges. What do we got? So, I guess starting off with merit badges, I have I have so many merit badges. Like to this week has been like a scout camp. Oh yeah, of like you... merit badges. Just walk away with about 
10. Yeah, so. I was just like, man, they're just coming super, super easy. <laughs> so it was like, it was really hard to like narrow down. So did you get the merit badge of collecting multiple merit badges? <laughs> I did, yes. <laughs> Yeah, unlike, you know, one of my first uh, scout camp appearances where I only got, I walked away with, like, canoeing and, like, basket weaving. <laughs> and then my parents were just like, um, guess what you're doing for the rest of the summer? Lots of merit badges because you wasted money. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I was struggling where to start us off with for merit badges. So um, I'm going to tell you, I have the... I figured out, let's see, how do I want to, so this merit badge is an image of me, but a ghostly specter of somebody else just like floating above me. And this is the, I know who I was in a previous life merit badge. Oh, wow. <laughs> so um, last week I, I hurt myself um, because I have some remodeling stuff to go. I was going stir crazy. And so I went for a walk, tried to avoid black ice and thought I did until I didn't and really jacked up my left leg pretty good. However, that is not the merit badge. That was like, you know, one B merit badge. <laughs> um, I was sitting there thinking like, oh man, like why does like construction like, stress me out freak me out and i'm like well you know i because I, I to me construction is hopeless it's never going to end mm -hmm. and i don't i'm not good at it and because i'm not good at it i'm more aware of my ineptness and i can't fix anything and so as i'm watch, thinking about this i'm like okay well i have the hopeless merit badge it's like no i don't what else it's and i'm like oh I know who I was in a previous life. I was Mary Winchester because for her life, she always had construction going mm -hmm. and it never stopped. And I'm like, and so that's who I am. <laughs> it's funny because the first time ever since you said Mary Winchester, I'm like, you're S Sam and Dean's mom? <laughs> From it, the no, it's Sarah Winchester. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I don't remember like what, the actual Winchester's name was, yeah. but I was like, Sam and Dean's mom's name Mary. <laughs> no, sorry. The the real lady was uh, Sarah Winchester. So, yeah. Um, yeah, too many Winchesters. Uh, I, I actually was getting ready to watch the um, the the Winchester series, and, like, I took one look at it. I was like, never mind. I'm not going to do that. That's the one. Is that the one with Helen Mirren? Uh-huh. But, yeah, I, I it all makes sense now. Like, in a previous life, I was Sarah Winchester forced to build a house from sunup to sunset for my entirety of my life. And I'm like, that's why I hate and get stressed out about construction. <laughs> so, I like it. It makes sense, knowing your background, that yeah. you're Sarah Winchester. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, well... My merit badge is, um, I mean, I guess I should rename it, but because <laughs> it, it, it would go along with the song a little bit, just drive 1,000 miles, you know, I walk 1,000, what is it, 1,000 miles, whatever, uh -huh. the from the, man, I can't remember their names right now. I'm not a mu the music liker, pre but I, Pretenders? Yeah, that's them. Anyways, anyways, I got close to it. I drove 800 miles in... Uh, about 
12-ish hours. Uh, went to Vegas, watched a football game, and drove back. I don't think I'll ever do that again. <laughs> when I when I heard that that's what you were going to do, I'm like, uh, you know, one-handed clap for you. Like, <laughs> uh, 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 that's great, but I would never do that. Never say never. Never going to do that. <laughs> it was fine until it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, it was fine. Like, I I would have preferred to even you know stop on the way back like halfway and take a and and sleep. I think it was the sleep that was the problem. It wasn't the driving at all. It was just like the next day I was wrecked. So, and then it actually took a couple days for me to get a hundred percent again. That's my only the only downfall. But we came back with a win. I was super surprised. U- University of Utah versus USC. I thought for sure we were going to kind of walk away with either barely getting a win out or uh, or we were coming back sad and with a loss. And I had no, like when we walked in there, because we arrived a little bit late, because there's always construction on the way to Vegas, always. And so we got there about halfway through first quarter, so didn't miss much, but the score was like, I want to say it was like 10 to 3 or something like that at the time. I was like, USC was winning. I was like, that's not a surprise. I'm like, okay, you don't just roll over and die. And then they didn't. They didn't roll over and die. They were like, hey, Jeremy's here. We can go. And then from that point on, they took off. That's such a great game. It was. It was a great game. Sorry for the Pac-12 not getting a representative in the college football playoffs, but USC, you're leaving Pac-12, so I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my Maribad. Okay, my merit badge this week. I got the uh, Discovery merit badge colon Starbucks is overrated. Yes. So, so yesterday we went shopping, and we decided we went to Target, and uh, we got we decided oh we're gonna get some Starbucks just to try it. Mm-hmm. And I mean we didn't. Which one did you get? Well, obviously I'll probably get to it. I just I was <laughs> yeah. excited to find out which one here. Well, we got we just got some hot chocolate, uh-huh. and then we also got a uh, um, a pineapple pa- dragon fruit lemonade or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we tried them. First off, man, Starbucks is pretty pricey for the size of the drink you get. Yep. Um, and maybe it's just because I'm very simple with like my Mountain Dews and it's like, oh, okay, I'll pay a $2 for a 20 ounce bottle. Mm-hmm. But man, Starbucks, like you got to get on the ball with your hot chocolate because it was so watery. It was no good. Yeah. Nope. I can second that. When I came back from my trip last time, since it was on the company's dime, I was like, I was at my terminal. I'm like, I'm not walking around looking for a drink. <laughs> And they never have Mountain Dew at airports. Why? I don't know. So. Boo. Uh, actually, I think the Salt Lake one is the one that I can find it occasionally. Yay. But that's because Utahns love their Mountain Dew. Yay. Uh, so, yeah, I did the same thing. Starbucks, hot chocolate. And I was like, can I have this like with steamed milk and all that stuff? And she looked at me like, what? I was like, but I want it hot chocolate with steamed milk. You want it richer. You want yes. it more sweet. It, it was garbage. It tasted like water. Yeah, and so then I got it, and I was like, this is your typical hot chocolate that is garbage, and, and yeah. If you're a company that prides itself in hot beverages, and I know that they're a coffee company, but if you're going to sell hot chocolate, you got to bring it. I know. 
that's the one thing. This is my biggest complaint about restaurants or anything. Everybody sh- is, should be familiar with what food on your menu is lacking. And then you've got to try and improve it. You can't just let it sit there. If it's, <laughs> You can't just be like, well, it's the garbage food that <laughs> occasionally gets ordered. <laughs> it's funny. Some restaurants like in, in Rexburg, there's like a Chinese place. And then on the menu, they have French fries. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, I, that's a yeah. throwaway. <laughs> yeah. They do it for the kids. <laughs> it's for the kids. Anyway, that's my thoughts on that. Sorry to take over your marriage, but I, it bugs me when restaurants just have something that's lacking and they could just improve upon it because they're obviously, I don't know, your company, you need to constantly be improving. Yeah. yeah. That's my thoughts. All right. Let's move on. Spin the wheel. All right. We got spin the wheel with 10 categories of questions. We're going to spin the wheel and decide who's going to be asking what. Brett's first this week. And you get would you rather. All right. So would you rather take care of Beast from Beauty and the Beast for the rest of your life or for the rest of your life have Gaston as your boyfriend? Now, when you say take care of Beast, like... You, you're up at the castle, okay. you know, you, you can't leave. You're like is, a caretaker? Yeah, you're the caretaker. You, is he you, mean to me? You, you might be singing, you know, there's something sweet and something kind. But he was mean and he was cruel and unrefined. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm inclined to say Beast because <laughs> it's a whole... You know, you say I can't leave, however... There's a whole town's worth of people that are in that building just as different objects. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Teapot, Chip. And you know what? From my understanding, I haven't thought about this until now, I don't think they're ever going to die. I think they're going to be forever their object. Cursed inanimate objects? Yes. And so they're going to see me get old and die, and they'll be there the whole time. Do you ever wonder, just a side note, like what Chip's name was before he accidentally fell and like got a chip in the the glass? (laughs) Like, you know, his name was like Daniel. And then. (laughs) Or the funny part about that is the witch that cursed him was just a jerk and gave him a chip from the beginning. It's like, but but now I have one strike against me. If I really fall hard, I'm going to I'm dead. (laughs) (sighs) It's a tough one. Like, I mean, if you go with. Gaston, he's a huge douche. And I mean, but he might end up getting himself killed. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but I mean, you are entering an abusive relationship. What what kind of relationship do you think like do you think he's gonna be present? Just curious. I mean, I think he's gonna be staring at the mirror a lot. Yeah. And and you know, maybe you could often by being like, you know, I heard that there's a beast that like kind of likes me. yeah i just think that yeah he's looking in the mirror all the time he wants that um those compliments he's gonna be fishing for so many compliments uh he'll carry me he'll have me around his arm like arm candy i guess because i'm bell i guess in Mm -hmm. this situation don't know if i'm arm candy but um yes you are (laughs) thank you um yeah, so I think the only plus is I guess I'd be good to see my dad. Yeah. I guess that's the plus there. The towns, and I get to go to the library, but never mind, the, the castle has a library too. 
I mean, yeah, I'm going. I'm going castle. Ooh. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, the Gaston. I'm. I, I'm just hoping for some dumb accident with him. <laughs> just. <laughs> He'll probably cheat on you. <laughs> yeah, and then I can just leave. Those three tw- triplets or whatever, the triplets that are always yeah, looking at him. He's the kind of person that never seems satisfied with whatever he gets. Yeah. And then when he breaks up with you, it's going to be a very, very like horrible what? experience. Well, it's, yeah, it's because it's all going to be your fault. And I, then I, I'll write a book. And, and then he's going to tell all the townspeople what you did. And everybody's going to believe him because for some reason they believe him over you because you have a crazy dad. <laughs> but if you're a book hermit, you're like, eh, who cares? Exactly. And then, you know what? You said that I'd be a, a caretaker for the castle, more or less. What if I accidentally, instead of, like, I'm not there to fall in love with the beast, what if I fall in love with, like, Mrs. Potts? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> else. Or the, the f- duster. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be weird. He's like, oh, I got a hot flash. Ooh, for you. Oh, wait. Hey. Hey. Candle- <laughs> candlestick. <laughs> That's funny. All right. My turn. And I got kiss, marry, kill. All right. For this, this isn't your typical people edition. It's media edition. Movies, TV shows, comic books. I threw comic books in there for Brett. Mm. I'm sure I'm sure you're fine with it. <laughs> Movie, TV shows. Which one are you going to kill? Which one, like, essentially what I'm saying is, you know, the rest of your life you're committing to one. Uh, the other one, you're, you watched it before commitment to the other. Okay, I'm going to or, marry TV shows because TV shows is now the new movies. I agree with that. I, <laughs> I'm going to kill movies and I'm going to kiss comic books. Interesting. Um, mine's very similar. I'm gonna be kissing or marrying TV because I if you had asked me this question 10, 20 years ago, it would have been movies. But mm-hmm. but I think today, television. And then kiss movies, kill comics. Yep. I'm with you there, Criddle. There goes all of your good uh future <laughs> superhero stuff. You're going to well, be cursed for, like, Superman Returns for and uh, some other stuff from now forward. Well, it's not that they don't exist. It's just that he's not going to ever read them again. Oh, okay. So you're not, like, purging them from yeah. reality. Okay. Yep. So anytime somebody says, do you read the new comic book? He goes, I, I, I like, I'm illiterate. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just pictures. I can't see pictures. <laughs> Is it a movie? <laughs> Whenever I open that comic book, it's just blank. All right, Criddle, you're up, and you get random question. All right. If you had one extra life, like Parzival in Ready Player One, what would you do? Um, So essentially, like, I could live life a little bit more riskier, right? And then yes. if I die, boop, boop, boop. Yeah. If you you just you could just one day go upstairs and be like, okay, I'm going to eat a piece of raw chicken. <laughs> and then you die, but then you come back. Is there a way I can make money off of this? <laughs> That's what I'm going to, because obviously, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna live life like extreme and, you know, go skydiving without a parachute, hoping to land in like a net or something like that, or whatever. Now, now this, the way this works is, you don't like live to a rightful age of eighty, ninety, whatever, and um, and then you start over. 
Yeah, it's, it's where you. Last it's wherever left. you la- last left off. Wouldn't that suck though? Yeah. You die of cancer or something like that, and all of a sudden you come right back and then you die again because you're in the same state that you were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I I'm trying to figure out a way to make money off this because that's what I would do. <laughs> uh, okay, while you're thinking about this, this is very easy for me. I would live my life no differently because I am I, I, you know, because the number one killer is accidents and so you know what i'm just going to be banging on that there because it's just like what i happened with my leg and black ice you know what i'm just gonna be banging that there could be an accident that i self-inflict upon myself and then i get to respawn so you're like oh just in case it's insurance exactly exactly i'm living my (laughs) i'm I'm taking the boring safe option okay (laughs) so what i'm coming to with this is maybe you know, either I'd help out some pharmaceutical company <laughs> <laughs> for a lot of money or uh, play a, a game of Russian roulette where, you know, your betting's involved. Something like that. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> Little do you know, when you start uh, going with the pharmaceutical company, they start like experimenting on you to figure out how we can possibly pill form extra lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's how you die. They're just like, oh, hey. That's like uh, Limitless 2. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, if you one up this and did uh, Jumanji, the reboot, like, you know, how they have three extra lives. That'd be nice. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice to know that you're going through life and you have extra lives? Exactly. I mean, you know what? Who knows if you're randomly allergic to cake? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but the problem is, there's, if everybody in the world had three extra lives, though, oh, I, there'd be some jerks out there be like, pull a gun to you and shoot you. And be like, I knew you had an extra life. It's like, no, you, how did you? You couldn't, somebody could have done that two times before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that Now, that would be, make it, Court cases, yes. super interesting. So he murdered you, is what you're saying? Yes, yes he did. <laughs> it's like, and how did it make you feel? Well, dead <laughs> until he came back. Until he came back, but you know that's not important. Yeah. The trauma is still there. The trauma is still there. I still remember every single thing, and I was using those for accidents. <laughs> I was planning on putting up Christmas lights, like in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and who knows how that's going to go down. Mm-hmm. I wanted to take a boat trip across the ocean with just me and my boat. I wanted my son to reenact some of our favorite scenes from Home Alone. <laughs> I wanted to participate in that real uh, Civil War reenactment. <laughs> I think it'd be fun to be like, maybe one day be a daredevil, just do a one stunt. Oh, yeah. Super dangerous stunt. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's a moneymaker right there. Just go Tom Cruise like, hey. <laughs> What what do we want to do? Just one time. <laughs> we got to have everything right because I'm probably going to die for this. Or skydive without a parachute uh-huh. just, just to try and fly. All right. And you're like, <laughs> go to all the movie th- theaters like, have you ever wanted footage of somebody literally skydiving with no parachute and then hitting the, hitting the <laughs> ground? I'll do that for the price of. <laughs> I don't even know if I could. One million dollars. <laughs> no, piece. because you bring up a good point about, you know, just because you do this does not mean like you don't respawn and remember everything. Yeah. Just like, like then you just turn into like some sort of like weird crazed hermit. You know, your daughter cause, cause, is holding a fork and you're like, eh, get it away from me. <laughs> 
That's familiar. <laughs> you know what I would probably do if that was the case? Scenario is that I am taking the job of jumping without a parachute. I probably would knock myself out before I jumped and just have somebody push me. Because <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. My body will just be flailing by the wind. I'm passed out. Don't remember a thing. <laughs> so, Anyway, moving on. Uh, Brett. Yes. Back to you, Jack. All right. Uh, what would you have done is what you got. All right. So we are familiar with the Miles Morales Into the Spider-Verse movie, correct? Correct. Yes. So I picked up this one Spider-Man comic because even though I'm not a Marvel fanboy, Spider-Man is like one of my favorite characters. And the first issue was like basically I knew that there was like a storyline that was happening before, but you know, it's a number one, so I should be able to pick it up and it not confuse me. Mm Mm-hmm. Number one issue, not bad. Number two issue, they apparently had a whole bunch of more Into the Spider-Verse type of characters. Um, And it was abysmal. We had a spider version, a fashion designer bitten by a radioactive spider (laughs) who now has super spider powers. An opera singer. How was his costume? I'm just curious. It's... Weird. It is so weird. An opera singer in like a debutante type ball outfit is a Spider-Man. So what would you have done creating your own Into the Spider-Verse Spider-Man? Like what would I be? Yes. I'd be techie Spider-Man. <laughs> Isn't that like the one in yeah. the girl? Yeah. That's it. That's what I'd be. I mean, I'm not going to be a... Like they didn't choose; they were already like soap opera, or not soap opera, yeah. uh, opera singer, and yeah, they were an opera singer, and then they got bit by a. But like, if you could cr- not yourself, but if you could create your own character oh. in the Marvel universe, gotcha. And I'd have Spider Man's powers, yes. But obviously, he doesn't. You're talking. I don't get the web slinger because that's a capsule, right? Yes. Unless you're Tobey Maguire, yes. Um, I'd have a chef Spider-Man. Oh, I'd have a sense for when something's getting ready to be done, or you're like, that's gonna burn. That's gonna burn. Get yeah. it off. Yeah, because you break this down, Spider-Man. Let's take away all the Spider-Man cliche stuff to him. I mean, he's got super strength, and he's got um that you know spider sense. Uh, and is that it? Uh, and a quick reflexes kind of thing. Well, I, super strong. Yeah, super strong, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you could be just about anything at that point. I'd probably go with what's comfy. Like, comfy. I don't want to wear a leotard with my underwear on the outside. <laughs> comfy Spider-Man. It's in this sort of robe. I'd go see um, the girl from Incredibles. No capes. Um, Couch potato Spider-Man. <laughs> There needs to be a comic book about the the person who is has the powers to be a superhero, but doesn't want to be a superhero. It's just like, what is this going to benefit me? And they're a couch potato. I love that <laughs> couch potato Spider Man. You're like, I sense that I'm gonna mi- I'm missing something that I should be watching. Uh oh, potato chips are going stale. I can smell it. Uh oh, <laughs> kids coming. <laughs> M- Mountain Dew. I only have four. Oh, better yet, he's in the basement. Oh, crap. Mom's coming. 
<laughs> Change the channel. <laughs> I have to use the bathroom in a minute. <laughs> you get like a whole bunch of like webs, and you just kind of you know get it to like shoot all the way to, and so you're just like watching TV, and you you know peeing on like some sort of like slide that, that takes it right to you know, your your mom comes down. It's like, what are you doing, Jer or Peter? Um, are you constructing a, a a water slide to pee on? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's that? Pizza man's about to ring the doorbell. Well, the other spiders are doing it. <laughs> no, they're not. They're saving the world. <laughs> uh, they got it covered. They got it covered. <laughs> um, I don't know what I'd be like. What my uh, what would I be fascinated in? I don't really know. See, I, I, I thought I had this figured out for you. Oh, yeah? I thought you'd be like Navy SEAL Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I've lost the military. Like, uh, I don't know. Just that part of my life. when I never joined the military for those listeners, but I was obsessed for years with joining the military. And Day then, trader Spider-Man. <laughs> Day trader. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sell, sell, sell. <laughs> Buy this. <laughs> punch him in the face man um i don't know what i like i'm not anybody who's obsessed with anything like batman i'm not obsessed you, with bats see i got i got it you can be the black friday friday spider-man you, you know where all the deals are yeah there you go before they even happen just, yeah, yeah i don't know i'd probably just pick something dumb and silly be like i'm panda man <laughs> okay. so you just want to sit around and just <laughs> exactly <laughs> Exactly. And then the, the belly of the panda is a suit until it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm going panda man. Hey, hey, we found you a date. No, pandas don't procreate. <laughs> Just going to eat some of this eucalyptus. I'm a sad panda. <laughs> All right, back to me. J Jeremy, I got Desert Island. Okay, in honor of Christy Alley passing away, which in case you didn't know, she passed away. Which Cheers girl would you rather be stuck with on an island? Diana or Diane or Rebecca? Ooh. Oh. Yeah, this is not fun, huh? I think I have my choice, but my my thoughts. I mean... As a massive Cheers fan, when Rebecca first made her appearance, I mean, like Christy Alley in when she was on Cheers was smoking, mm -hmm. and but Diane was like the girl to me. She was like the girl next door, and I've always appreciated the girl next door look. Um. Oh. But then Rebecca does kind of like wear. Mm, mm. <laughs> I didn't think this would be that difficult for okay, you. Okay, I'm going Diane. Okay. Um, I'll I'll go Diane too. I'm the only one going Rebecca. No, oh, because I, I don't want to be talked down to the whole time. Because <laughs> <laughs> Diane just you know she thinks she's superior to everybody. That is true because like her and Fraser had a relationship and she was almost like it, they almost like gave her like uh psychiatrist powers or something like that because she would like argue with Frazier and it's like 
Like, wow, you know, there, there's something more to you than just, you know, a bar waitress. Why are you just a bar waitress? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I couldn't stand that. Rebecca, her wine is the only thing that would really bug me. <laughs> but yeah, going with Rebecca. All right, Criddle, you're up next with what, what, what if? What, 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 what if a zombie and vampire outbreak occurred? Ooh. How would you survive? I would uh, seek out a vampire and I'd be like, okay, all right, just convert me now. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going to be aware of an, the situation. I'm not going to be a brain dead thing. An immortal. What happens if you're a vampire and you're bit by a zombie? Nothing happens. Nothing happens because yeah. you're already dead. Because you're already dead, yep. yeah. So they're just both different kinds of dead. But the zombies can kill the vampires. They can eat them. That is true. They could the, eat them, but the, the vampires could just like you know, you know, ha- have. And some of the stories they have like super sharp like talons or something like that, like and Meg. just kind of yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then just kind of decapitate the zombies. And don't do we, vampires? Do they have super strength? They do, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do. However, ooh, I would I would like to change this just a tad. These <laughs> are the zombies from that. Uh, Netflix movie, the, uh, the oh, you're talking about Dead Summer or something like that? No, 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 no. The 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 Zack Snyder is it the Zack Snyder? Oh, money. Oh, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. The yeah. one where they going to Vegas? Yeah, yeah. Because I like the idea of the alpha. Uh huh. And they one. slowly get stupider or whatever. Yeah, because you know the alpha, you know, sires his, you know, kind of like oh, just an alpha, kind of like in Supernatural, they talk about yeah. So an alpha, there's an alpha vampire, alpha zombie. That's cool. I like it. I'd be for that. That would. Let's make this movie happen. Yeah, let's make it happen. And then Blades in the middle of it, killing everybody. Army of the Dead. That's it. Army there of the we go. And Blades fighting zombies and and vampires. That would be incredible. It would be. The Van Helsing is um, essentially I'm fighting both. Um, obviously, yeah, I think I would. The question was, which one would I want to be? No. What or, would you do? What I, oh, what would I do? Well, I'm the, the bottom of the food chain for both of them. Yep. So I probably would do very similar to Brad. Just say, like, hey, 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 can you give me a little bite ski? A little bite ski? Uh, don't, don't kill me all the way, please. I Just, come to join. I'm, can, I, can I pledge myself to this fraternity? <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys do recruitment drives? <laughs> Do is there some kind of like hazing thing that uh, I'm not for hazing? Do you have a brochure? Like, what, <laughs> what are the benefits? <laughs> not being a zombie. Oh, okay. Oh. Is this an MLM? Not being a zombie or food. If you bite me, do I need to bite five other people? No, this isn't a pyramid scheme. <laughs> In this case, it is. <laughs> but what happens? I mean, at this point, I imagine vampires are also. F- fighting the zombies because they don't want them to kill their cattle, so to speak, humans. Yeah. Now, here's a twist. What if as when zombies are near, you lose a, some of your vampire powers? Oh. Like they're, So the kind of like a walking kryptonite kind of. Kind yeah. of, yeah. Would that change anything? No. No. <laughs> I don't because you know, if I'm a human in the between this war, then, you know, I'm not winning. <laughs> And then if I'm a zombie, I'm definitely not winning. So yeah, um, I'm picking vampire. Unless werewolves are in the. Um. Oh yeah, I'm o- I'm always pro team werewolf. 
Except <laughs> werewolves, what are the story on werewolves? Like, they still age like normal, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Mm-hmm. They're not immortal. I'd probably go vampire. That's still. an exclusive club. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Free Reddit. All right. Got some of Reddit's great questions to ask this fine panel here. Let's see what we got for uh, answers and giving us the the walk away with something to to learn. Number one, I guess we're not really learning right now. What is the best sitcom ever in your eyes? Mm. The best sitcom? Oh. Sitcom, like, without looking it up, what is the definition of sitcom? Because well, situation comedy, so. Oh, okay. So... Probably, I would say probably Seinfeld might be there. Seinfeld, for me, Seinfeld, MASH are really close to one another. Um, I've never, I've seen one half of an episode of Friends, and that was too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Friends and How I Met Your Mother are very similar in my eyes, except How I Met Your Mother might be very, a little bit better. For those who love Friends, I know it's a little bit more nostalgic for you, I'm sure. I mean, granted, if you were to tell me, like, I could, if I, by watching Friends, I could, like, go back into the 90s. If I, if I had to watch Friends, what would, what would it take for me to go watch Friends? I'd be like, okay, tra- teleport me back to the 90s. Mm-hmm. That, 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 I will watch it live religiously every week. I will not miss an episode. Just take me back to that time. That was me in the 90s. I watched Friends religiously. I didn't watch it until they were all out on DVD. People told me about Friends, and I just thought, hmm. yeah, sounds dumb. Um, let's just say, with the what is the best sitcom ever, we're going to say that this sitcom also is going to be brought back with the original cast, uh, where whatever age they miraculously left off at so if it's uh mash alan alda's back to being his you know hawkeye age as long as alan alda doesn't write for mash anymore. <laughs> yeah like those were the bad episodes i'm still all in on seinfeld i think that would be interesting to see them today it wouldn't it, i don't think it would even air but it well maybe maybe on like a streaming but oh, yeah right. jerry's got to deal with sony yeah Let's see, because now I'm like, like I, I'm, I'm watching on Pluto TV, which is basically a free streaming service or whatever. Um, I'm watching the Love Boat channel, which is Love Boat twenty four seven a day, <laughs> and I thoroughly enjoy it. And I, as I was watching it, I was just like, wait, that's the one girl on airplane. Oh, the person who also is taking her to Chicago to get her heart transplant, that also is another lady on airplane. <laughs> I'm like, wow, Love Boat is great. <laughs> um, but I do love Seinfeld. I love, because my, my favorite thing about Seinfeld is when Seinfeld becomes reality. When like I have gone on a date with someone with man hands. It was just like, oh, wow, that <laughs> mm-hmm. happened. Like I love when Seinfeld weirdness becomes reality. So I would love for more episodes of Seinfeld because I would love for more like instances of Seinfeld to bleed into actual life. All right, so you're going Seinfeld. Where are you going, Curtis? Seinfeld. Seinfeld. I'm going Community. I would love that, and it has to be though if it can only be with the original cast. <laughs> <laughs> what not, do you mean? None of those. Uh, 
you you don't want the the Yahoo era? <laughs> nope, nope, not at all. All right, next question: Who is an example of a child star or celebrity at a young age who didn't end up as a psychological disaster? Ooh, <laughs> some that... of the people I I feel like some of the norm the normal people I'm like, you were a child star. You're not weird. Like for me. Uh, Rob Lowe is one. Yeah. <clears throat> he, I mean, he's a little different, like with his food, but otherwise he's pretty normal. Ryan Reynolds is one. <laughs> yeah, he was. Um, pretty sure we can safely say, like, Macaulay Culkin's not a good choice. Nope. And definitely Screech is not a good choice. Oh. R.I.P. <laughs> that was, like, the saddest. That was surprising. When we saw him live? Yeah, when we saw yeah. him live. Because it's just like, there's so much anger there. Do you know what it was? It was so much anger. And then the one thing is, do you remember him calling out the the person who played Zach, which I don't remember his name? Yeah. Was he was gay? Yeah. He's not gay. No, he's not. But it's just like. But he's like you it, could you could tell that there's so much anger there. That, yeah. That's what he. He's going around spreading false news about him and saying he was gay. Um. Who else is there? Hmm. I mean, I think of Dickie Roberts and all the people around that table, but most <laughs> on your television. What else? Oh is man! There? I mean, Will Wheaton? No, no. like I, I've seen him on social media. That guy's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this tattoo recently? That like it's a, an, I think it's an octopus or a squid <laughs> or something that covers his whole arm. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It, it, Lots of child stars don't make it out. Like, you know, Corey, the, the two Corys from the 80s, like mm-hmm. one of them didn't make it out alive and the other one is kind of getting back to normal. You say Corey and then all of a sudden I think of um, Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. I think that kid's made out. I didn't know until like the last couple of years that his brother was uh, Fred Savage. Oh, yeah. Ben and Fred Savage. Yeah, I had no idea. They both made it out all right, I feel like. Yeah. Elijah Wood, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Mike, Elijah. Michael J. Fox? Uh, he was, oh, yeah, he was kind of a kid actor with, uh, was he a kid at that time, though? In the 80s? Ni- yeah. He, he was probably like a late teen, early 20s playing like a 15-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so there's some. Yeah. All right. Next question. If you could hug a predatory animal without being mauled to death, which would it be? A lion. Lion? Yes. Because I'd like to just, like, just have that, like, mane and just be yeah. like, oh, that's a, and just, it's, yeah. Good Mufasa. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't call each other that here. <laughs> First thought, once again, panda I was thinking of, but. I like the idea of hugging something that could kill me, like ferociously, like a lion or a bear. So I'm trying to think, because like that idea for some reason just makes it more satisfactory. Hmm. Yeah, maybe just maybe a bear. I wouldn't want to hug an anaconda, no matter what. Too tight. <laughs> I'd probably go with like a polar bear. What is? Coca-Cola bear, maybe? The yeah, I'd go, hey, and bring him a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Once again, 
All for money. I'm doing money. a promotional video. <laughs> Walk up to him. You get one take. <laughs> no, you get one take. You have Coke and Pepsi, and you're just like, eh, the yeah. ultimate question. Yeah. He grabs a Pepsi. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then hug, hug. And it's like, nope, that was your one chance. <laughs> and you pull out a Slash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he takes it from you. All right. Did you answer this, Criddle? Yeah, bear. Bear. Okay. Uh, what is your favorite weird food combo? Weird food combo. Hmm. I think mine, I mean, I've gotten less weird over time, but it's just like lay, preferably ruffles chips with ketchup. Oh, yeah. That was a thing when we were kids. Yep. I still do it every once I in a while. I love ruffles. I don't know what it is. It, it's probably, well, I do know why. Because they have ridges. And they have, yeah, it's the texture. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's really anything else. Like, I know you guys used to make me ham, relish, and yeah, something else. Or maybe that was it. Or yeah. it was mustard, wasn't it? I think mustard. Yeah. Um, I don't know. For some reason lately, I've really gotten into just taking those, like, um, street taco uh, shells or tortillas or whatever, mm-hmm. lightly cooking them, and then just making... Uh, like a quesadilla out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why, but I, you know, I'll just put like, uh, um, what is it? Um, what, why can't I think of that word? Oh, shoot. Anyway, oh, taco seasoning. I'll just like integrate taco seasoning into the whole thing, mix it all up, and then I just like pour on a whole bunch of salsa and like i don't know that's been my thing that i've been eating for like three months and it's probably not good but it does taste good <laughs> yeah no that's a standard practice in our house with at least like when we make um like tacos we we grill the cheese on there to onto the taco that's the standard going forward mm-hmm. and then put the meat in the middle and all that if we actually do tacos when i was growing up i used to make nachos with american g's that was weird, but like I, not you're not craft singles though. Craft singles. Oh my gosh! I don't do that now. Oh. I've repented, but <laughs> I never understood like craft singles. No. I hated the way that like it would like goober up your mouth. I just hated. Yeah, I just hated the way it tasted. Oh yeah. Well, no, but I hated yeah. the way it goobered up your mouth. Yeah. But I secondary, you know, I texture first, taste second. I hated the texture that it did inside. <laughs> my mouth and then i hated the taste what's your guys thoughts on velveeta i think it has a place like i personally i've made a couple of homemade mac and cheeses using velveeta and as long as you can like kind of take it out of its like original form it's fine yeah i'd agree yeah i'm not the biggest fan but yeah it's when i can taste its original form i mean it also works decently in uh chili if you interesting can, if you can uh incorporate it not overwhelmingly, but just enough to give it a little richness. I'm just not a big fan of chili. I'll eat it, but I don't really particularly care for it. I'm weird like that. All right, last question here. What movie gives you anxiety? So interesting that you said this. So there was a movie on Peacock, or maybe it was Paramount Plus. I can't remember. I watched it probably about four months ago. 
and it was I think it's called like House Under the Lake or something like that, or mm-hmm. not Lake House because that but, <laughs> that gives you anxiety. Yeah, but uh, it's all about these people who it's basically kind of like the uh, uh, the House on Haunted Hill storyline, except with scuba divers going into this haunted house underneath the lake, and. Yeah, you didn't know that that's kind of like it kind of gave you like some hints on like the the house was haunted and creepy, but you know, the more you watched it, the more it's just like, oh, this is like house on a haunted hill, except now it's underwater, the entities are there, and it wants you to be consumed as part of the house to add more of you know souls or whatever to it, and. It's take House on a Haunted Hill, which you me like really enjoyed like in the two thousands, mm-hmm. and now put it underwater, and then also keep in mind that people are going to be running out of air, and the house itself is like you know putting walls that weren't there before, trapping people in. So is there not a lot of dialogue in this there, movie? There's there's some dialogue, but it's there's like you know they're able to communicate because you know. Uh, using like you know microphone or whatever, but uh, there's a whole bunch of you know things that are like playing around on the side of like the corner of the their peripheral vision, and then there's jump scares. But then you also have the the time factor, how much air that they have. They need to get out. You know, they preface it at the very beginning of the story that this one chick she can hold her breath for a little over two and a half minutes. And that like plays a key into the whole thing. I had to like scrub through it because, because of the losing of air, because of the puncturing of like the ho- the hose or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I can't take this anymore. <laughs> it was. It's not a good movie, but it caused me so much anxiety. Yep, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I would say t- there are two for me. One yesterday I mentioned on. Our Facebook page and Instagram was Jaws. Uh-huh. Um, I still think that scars me today, especially you know the thought or idea of going out into the ocean. It's that that movie has psychologically done something to me. Oh yes, did you read my comment? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it did to me too. I can going out into a lake. It's how damaging it's been to me. It's like going out to a lake. I am still paranoid. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, I know there's no sharks in here. It makes no. There's not. It's not even possible. Not even like one percent chance, but yeah, I'm still terrified. Yep. And then, oh, by the way, uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, <laughs> and um, the second movie is is a trilogy, um, and it's the Poltergeist it's trilogy, the original Poltergeist. I still yeah. need to watch that. That is that for some reason has just scarred me. It, it. I mean, I can I can watch it today. I can no problem, but it still gives me that little bit of a flashback anxiety, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, this this was the one I I uh, stayed awake for for a while. See, and it's kind of funny because the first Poltergeist movie I ever saw is you know it kind of like runs in like my mine and Jer- Jeremy's family is I saw the first one I saw was the second one, and that one Ugh. scares me to death. And what to me Kane. made it even more scary is when I used to go to scout camp, I, and I don't know if they did this with you, but they were like, okay, they they would try to like tell stories to scare you to like fall in line, and so what they would be like, okay, you know, this uh, scout camp was uh, 
built on an ancient Indian burial ground. And the part that is on the gun range is perhaps like the most like, you know, Native American saturated. So when they tell you that you can go retrieve, it is okay to go retrieve your targets now. <laughs> they are giving you permission. Like they are in charge and and there's like, you know, some sort of thing that allows them to give you permission to walk there. You can't walk there before there or else, you know, the spirits will come to your house and murder your family. That, <laughs> that escalated quickly. <laughs> no, that that was the thing. That was like I, I went even in Cub Scout, you know, you know, up, up at uh, you know Camp Casey yeah. or whatever. That's what they were told told us at the BB rifle range. There was always like just growing up, I was just like, okay, well, this makes sense because I saw you know Poltergeist too. So obviously, like this is a thing. <laughs> They never did that to me at Scout Camp, which is funny. <sighs> so the two that come to mind for my, uh, for this is uh, one very similar to Brett's, kind of is called 48 Meters. Um, same kind of storyline, except not haunted. Essentially, it's a, very, a shark that with a vendetta against Mandy Moore. And her, <laughs> like, like, they, like they're in a shark cage, you know, in their scuba outfits, and then all of a sudden, like, the sh- shark somehow breaks the cage, like, connection between the boat and it so it drops 48 meters they're down there and the and the shark is just constantly like waiting for them to like get out circling it and so they got to figure out because they're running out of air so not the greatest movie but i do i would recommend it it's a good watch but it's anxiety provoking that's for sure do you see that blake lively yep i did yeah mm-hmm. that was a good Almost one too the same concept too uh-huh. except she's just stuck on a rock yeah that one was yeah that's just so weird <laughs> anyway and then the other one, probably the most anxiety-provoking, is 1408. Oh, yeah. That movie, like, by the time I'm you're finished with it, I feel like you're so mentally exhausted. Yeah, I, I went to go see that, and I, like, you know, if I get scared, I'm like, okay, just close your eyes or whatever. Don't make a big deal about it. Nobody will know that you're clo- closing your eyes. I... In the theater, when I saw it for the first time, I'm like, I'm putting my hands over my face because I don't want to, if I open my eyes, I know I'll look and it will just destroy me. And I'm like, I am not, I am not the least bit embarrassed that I am covering my face for this movie. (laughs) Yeah. If you haven't seen that movie, that movie is just, it just, you never seem to get out of the situation. So I uh, I remember seeing that movie. It's it's kind of a ride. Yeah, yeah. Probably I would say the best that what's his name's ever done in my eyes. What is his name? Um, Stephen King. No, Cusack. Oh, John, John Cusack. John Cusack. Okay. I'm not a big Cusack fan. Don't really care for the family. I. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Bestie puffs. All right, this week we are going to do a recast. Uh, we're going to be recasting the movie Home Alone as if it were being filmed today with actors of today. And so with that, Brett... Oh, so we're going to be ca- recasting the roles of Kevin, Harry, Marv, and Kate, the mom of Kevin. So with that, Brett, you have the first pick. Oh, man. I'm so worried that I'm going to mess this up. Don't worry. Mine, I'll, I'll, I'll mess it up. Okay. <laughs> so my first pick is going to be Marv. Okay. And my Marv 
is going to be William Zapka. <laughs> <laughs> All oh, right. Really. Let's see. It's funny because I don't know about you guys, but I have a hard time remembering who is who in the movie of Marv and Harry because I'm just always used to hearing one of them saying the other one's name, and yeah. that's how I have to remember. Like, when I go, Marv, Marv, I'm like, oh, okay. That is Joe Pesci saying Marv, isn't yeah. it? Is it the other way around? It's the other way around. Oh, Harry, oh Harry's, Harry's saying Joe Pesci. Mar- okay. Harry's Joe Pesci. Yeah. See, the names always confuse <laughs> me. All right. And now it's me. So you went with Marv. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I'm really worried about any of you guys taking any of mine. So I am just going to set my stage with Kevin. Oh, no. Uh, you're fine. You're fine. I'm taking a different take on it. So it's going to be a girl. Oh, okay. Then I'm safe. So Kendra? I don't know. And you know Lu- you know, Stranger Things, Lucas's little sister? Yeah. The black. Yeah. 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 Priya Ferguson is her name. Yeah. She's she's my Kevin. <clears throat> okay. That would work. Interesting. So yeah. I She just has a lot of sass that I would like to bring to the to the movie. I th- it's oh yeah. Interesting. You and me kind of went almost the same exact way. Oh really? Yeah. Mm. Okay. I think she'll work. I think she's got the sass for it. Yeah. The attitude and the the cursing. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. <and laughs> I, I couldn't also I was also struggling with coming up with kids. <laughs> Kevin was probably the the hardest one for me. Yeah. yeah. He was mine too. Okay. All right, Criddle, you're up. Well, I had fun with the casting on this. It might not make sense, but if, if I was to see a trailer with these people in it, I probably would be reeled in, and it might be more of a streaming movie, but we'll see. You, you have to let me know. Okay. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go with my Kevin, um, and I'm going to pick Lane Armitage. Okay, who's that? <laughs> he plays young Sheldon. Oh, I thought oh, about him for a hot second. Okay. It's just I, I couldn't get rid of him being... I had backups, but I decided to go with him. Okay. All right, and then what you got the wheel, so what do you got next? I'm going to go with the... I'm going to save my my last two, um, Harry and Marv, and I'm going to go with Kate, and I'll pick what I was going to pick last week, Linda Cardinelli. Remind me who that is. Hawkeye's wife. Oh, that's right. Thelma. What's her last name? Linda what? Uh, Cardinal- Cardellini. Cardellini. That's right. That would be... Uh, yeah, that's a good mom. Okay. Back to me. All right. Um, to continue with the, the family of the McAllisters, I'm going to do the mom, Kate. And I'm going to do somebody that you never... I mean, I'm sure you don't know her real name, Andy Allo. And that is the Nora from Upload. Okay. Have you ever seen Upload? I've seen trailers. It's fantastic. I enjoy it. I need to see it. But yeah. I need to pick up season two. Yeah, season two. Wait till season three's out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Just because it's like it ends to like, you know, Amazon only green light about eight episodes. And you're like. And so they had to like condense and then it comes to an abrupt end. You're like, uh, this show should have been green light for like, you know, at least 13. My okay. thoughts. All right, Brett, you're up. All right. So 
I'm going to go with Harry. Okay. So I'm going to go with Vince Vaughn as Harry. I had Vince Vaughn as Harry, yeah. but I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't going to go with him if I were final, but yep, that was one of my <laughs> last ones that I was like, okay, Vince Vaughn, because I could see it. <laughs> I could see it. Yep. All right. And so for my, I, I will tell you, my, my, uh, McAllister family is a diverse family, but uh, I'm going to go with Kevin. Actually, I'm going to go with Mom. Okay. I'm going to go with Mom, and Mom is going to be Julia Louise Drivers. Okay. Hey, okay. Yeah. I I, I mean, you haven't seen uh, Veep, right? No. <laughs> yeah. Come back to the Christmas genre. Yep. Oh, is she going to be living next to uh, Chevy Chase? Yes, she is. (laughs) I think that would be so great. I hope so. (laughs) Her name's Margot. I don't know Margot. (laughs) Wouldn't that be great if Chevy Chase's next-door neighbors were uh, basically the McAllisters? (laughs) That would be. (laughs) And then, of course, Julia Louise-Dreyfus and her husband... Or the other neighbors. That would be funny, because especially because like it seemed in um, what's it called in Home Alone, they don't really know their neighbors too well. Yeah, because they didn't really call them. I mean, I think they called a couple, but it's like, come on, you only know a couple neighbors. Yeah. All right, so you ended with uh, Julie Julie Louise Dreyfus as uh, Kate, mm-hmm. and so you have Kate, Harry, Marv. I don't know why I'm strategizing because nobody's going to pick mine. All right, so I have Harry and Marla. So Harry, I am going to go with Woody Harrelson. Oh. Hey. That works. Yeah. Uh, I think that works for both Harry and Marv, actually. It's funny that you say that (laughs) because I literally have him as both, but (laughs) I decided to go with Harry. Okay. All right. I can see that. You guys are going to laugh at my Marv. Okay. But for my Marv pick, I'm choosing... Nick Cage. (laughs) (laughs) Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal. What? (laughs) This is your Harry? This is my Marv. Oh, your Marv. Oh, my gosh. I'm picking Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's going to be a straight-up comedy. Yeah, it is. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> Harry needs to be Charles Barkley then. <laughs> but You're, as as somebody who's not like that thing, Shaq's a little bit of a moron. It'd be fun to see him do all these like get injured. Yeah, and all that. yeah. So and the then pay, the payoffs there. <laughs> and then my last pick for Harry. Mm-hmm. My Harry pick needs to have a mustache. It's not negotiable. Okay, I'm going with Chris Evans. Chris Evans, huh? So Chris Evans and Shaquille O'Neal. That'd be interesting. Mm, Captain America's butt gets... Yep. All right. Well, for some reason, when I even wrote down Chris Evans, I was thinking Chris Pratt. I do have honorable mentions later, but those are my top picks. Okay. All right, so I will finish this with my Marv. And my Marv is Luke Wilson. Oh, okay. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. So Luke Wilson and And Woody Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Couldn't you see those two working together in cahoots with, I mean, the Wet Bandits? Yeah, you could also have cast Ben Stiller and Luke Wilson. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> I, I, I have some ideas that I'll throw at you at the end, but I thought, I was like, nope, I can't do that. 
All right, Brett, you have who left? I have Kevin. 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 All right, so my <laughs> Kevin, so again, mom, Julie Louise Dreyfus, we have Kevin is Dallas Dupree Young, the uh, black kid on Cobra Kai. Oh. Uh, has he not been introduced yet? Oh, yeah. You, you, you haven't seen you don't him. Know oh, okay. Him no. Okay, because I'm like, I don't What do you yeah. think about that? I think that would work. Okay. I think he's got the menacing yes yes yep you'll you'll it, it, you'll understand when you see it you didn't want to you don't want to put hawk in there <laughs> i Hawk's wanted so to weird. i love hawk hawk is my favorite character i keep i i i've made a, a throwaway comment one time to my class like because they're like well what should you be what are you going to be for halloween i was like i don't know probably hawk from cobra kai and they're just like yes and the and you <laughs> they're like yes because my hair was like super long at the time, also, and they're like, "Your mohawk is gonna be so glorious," and I'm like, "Oh," and then because like they were so excited about it, I was just like, "Maybe I should, maybe I should," and then I realized I'm not talented at doing my hair, and I need assistance, and I'm like, I don't know who I could go up to like the morning of Halloween, be like, "Hey, could you like mohawk my hair, please?" <laughs> <laughs> so to recap, Brett, you have Billy Zapka. As Marv, Harry is Vince Vaughn. I'm just trying to think of the duo there. Vince Vaughn, I like. I struggled with him a little bit. I was like, just because he's a chatterbox, yeah, you know. <laughs> but I guess it works. And I, 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 um, then you have the mom is Julia Louise Dreyfus and Kevin as Dallas Dupree Young. Uh, I have Kevin as Priya Ferguson from Stranger Things. Kate, uh, Andy. Alo from Upload. Harry is Woody Harrelson, and Marv is Luke Wilson. Criddle, you have... Let's <laughs> cut it out. L- Lane Armitage, is that his name? For yeah. Kevin. What is he from again? Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon, that's right. Kate is Linda Carolina, or whatever, from... Cardellini. Uh, Cardellini, that's it. From Hawkeye's, Hawkeye's wife. Marv is Shaq from... <laughs> Kazam. Kazam, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is it called? And then Harry is Chris Evans. That's an interesting one, though. Chris Evans, like with a mustache, <laughs> just a mustache, so not his just, Captain America nope, beard or anything. Just a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> have, do we even have like any pictures of him, like ever? That's... Yeah. Yes, he was in a recent movie on Netflix from the Russo brothers. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but he's got a mustache, I think, in that movie. Hmm. All right, Brett. Any honorable mentions for you? No, I like I was just like I I need to strategize like where anybody could possibly steal any of my my people. I was worried that Criddle was going to take uh, William Zabka, <laughs> and then I was just like, okay. And I think Vince Vaughn is, has made it not chosen so far. And I was like, I'm a hundred percent sure no one will get my Kevin, and pretty sure nobody was going to get my Kate. <laughs> so my. Honorable mentions. I went straight for Priya Ferguson for Kevin. I like. I was looking through tons of child actors, couldn't find anybody. Oh wow! Yep. Oh yeah. It was just showing Chris Evans with a mustache. <laughs> um. So Kevin was a locked and loaded from the beginning. Harry and Marv were fun, and you'll have to tell me if there's any other thoughts here on this, but. For a second, Harry and Marv, I thought about doing a Seth Rogen, James Franco duo, but I was like, it's not that kind of movie. No. 
And then... I mean, it could be. It could be. I didn't want it to be. My, if, it my... was, if it was made today, I mean, <laughs> cannabis is a big thing oh, now. Yeah. I hate Seth Rogen so much. <laughs> like, the instant I see him in a movie, I'm like, not watching him. <laughs> you like The Neighbors, though, don't you? I do. And then, like... I, then it, it just got too old, like his shtick. It's just like, hey, we need somebody who is into like marijuana. Hey, I know. <laughs> well, let's get this person. And then it's like, hey, we need somebody who's this. And you know, and then they're like, and they probably like, okay, let's put Seth Rogen in. A, okay, you realize he has to be into marijuana now. <laughs> and it's just like it just got so old. Now I'm just like, I just don't care for him. So two other ones that I got, I wanted to pick for Harry. I got really close to picking either one of them was John Luigi's Luigizamo. That's a good one. And then uh Zach Galifianakis. Ooh. Hey. And so Marv also oh. Had, what? oh, you just brought back to what would be a good Marv. And that is uh the guy who is the sportscaster in Anchorman. Oh, you're talking about uh, uh what's his name? Champ. <laughs> Whammy, whammy, whammy. You're you're thinking of him as Marv? You said, yeah, he'd be a good Marv. Yeah, yeah. Um, then for Marv, I had Vince Vaughn. Oh man, why can't I not remember who this guy is? You guys might remember. I'll have to look him up. Rain Wilson. Oh, he's from. I've never seen an. Ep- I've seen five episodes of The, the Office because I was forced oh, yeah. to. But Dwight, yes. Yeah. So Dwight. Um. And then I also had Woody Harrelson as Marv as well. <laughs> and then Kate. The only other backup I had for Kate, which I wasn't really, uh, once again, I didn't want it to be this, go this direction, was Halle Berry as mom. That'd be a good one. Okay. I, I didn't, I don't know. I Halle Berry's kind of, in my eyes, her career has damaged her. Yeah. Like has damaged oh. her reputation, like especially Catwoman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will tell you, perfect Bond girl. Oh, yes. Yes, perfect. Especially back in the, before she did all the other stuff that she did. Mm-hmm. I appreciate for most of her movies, but I feel like some of her movies just took her down a path that like kind of typecast her in my mind. So You know, another Kate, but she would have to be a tad bit younger or she'd have to, you know, get some cosmetic surgery. And I, I hate saying that because that's rude. But uh, Sigourney Weaver. Oh, I see what you're saying. A younger Sigourney, uh, not like yeah. you know, not alien Sigourney Weaver, but you know, yeah. What What was the show that mom and dad liked? The Christmas with the Cranks. Yeah, well, she wasn't in that. Wasn't she in that? No, that was um. Jane. Who was that? <clears throat> you're talking about Tim Allen's um yeah wife. I, I swear it's Sigourney Weaver. No, who is that? I'm gonna look this up. There's no way that's her. That's. Jamie Lee Curtis? Yes, that's oh, it. That's okay. the other, like, yeah, era person. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, I could see Sigourney Weaver. When has Sigourney Weaver ever been, like, though, a mom? Has she ever played a mom? Ghostbusters 2. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, that would be a good one, too. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis, I feel like, would be a better one than Sigourney. Sigourney is more of a... It's funny, because... Her physique is not doesn't scream masculine, but once again, in my mind, because of her history, yeah. she is masculine because of her roles that she's taken. Hmm. She'd be a, like, what was it? If we could get Sigourney Weaver in Dave. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. That would be mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah, I can see that. I still like Jamie Lee Curtis now a little bit better, though. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. 
And you were thinking Steve Carell earlier with uh, Champ, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. What about your honorable mentions? Okay. For backup for Harry and Marv would have been Ryan Reynolds and Kevin Hart. Okay. I thought about Kevin Hart for a second. Ryan Reynolds as Harry, Kevin Hart as Marv. I think you should inverse that. So So Ryan Reynolds as Marv? Ryan Reynolds as Marv and Harry as Harry as Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart. Yeah, I. So Harry Harry is Joe Pesci, right? Yes. I always have the hardest <laughs> time with this, but yes, I agree with that. Inversing it would be better. Okay, and then if we are on a budget, um, Stephen Baldwin as Harry. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the sequel. <laughs> and then uh, Russell Brand as Marv. Oh, oh. Russell Brand. That's a good one. That is a good one. <laughs> and then <laughs> I just I am I am seeing that in my mind. Russell Brand as like now what, what should we I you know you like which he, way are we gonna go? <laughs> <laughs> now why are we going after this kid again? <laughs> and his like little weird mannerisms with his head because he always tilts his head and his arms are out. That could be his whole thing, just like forgetting all the time. What? Why? What's with this kid? Yeah. <laughs> now, remind me, why are we going after this kid? Like, why are we going to this other house next door? <laughs> that remember, would be funny. I remember when I heard that Russell Brand was Dr. Nefario. Oh, I'm yes. Just like, I, it like destroyed my brain. I'm like, I can't comprehend that. I still, when I watch Minions or any of those movies, I'm like, I can't hear it. I can't see it. it <laughs> like, I need to see a video of him actually doing the voice. Yeah. All right. And then I had some backups for Kevin. I uh, had a, a guy named Jackson A. Dunn. He's a, he plays in a movie called Brightburn. Oh, that movie's so horrible. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's a kid in that. Never heard, I've never heard he of also play, He also plays uh, the um, kid version of uh, Paul Rudd in uh, Avengers Endgame. Okay. Yeah. They do a kid version of Paul Rudd? Yeah, when they were testing the time machine. It's when Hulk was uh, oh, in charge. Of oh, it. yes. Okay. He comes back as a kid, he and then he back comes as back as, as an old person yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah. And then I also had Aiden Gallagher, who plays in he plays number five in the Umbrella Academy. Oh, oh. okay. I like it. Yeah. He, number five is the only Same reason that's, why I watch the That's the, the Umbrella. time traveler yeah. dude, right? Old uh. man in a young guy's body. Yeah. I just have a hard time... Like I I muscled it through. I don't know why I muscled it through season one. Oh no, I did the same thing, and then I watched the first episode of season two. I'm like, I'll get to around to it later. That's then, where I'm at and too. Later has never occurred. That's me. So, no, number uh, five is the saving grace of that yeah, whole thing. Yes. Um, there is going to be a one more season of that show. That's what I heard. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if I can muscle it through season two. Season <laughs> one was just so much. One of the characters gets super annoying in season three, but whatever. Um, does it mean there's three seasons? Yeah, there's a, currently a third there's season. A third oh season. my gosh! Um, just out of curiosity, is it somebody who was in Inception? No. Okay, because I hated that character all the way through the first season. Who's uh, that? Ellen. Ellen oh. Elliot. Oh yeah, Elliot I Page. She um, she's she is she's an annoying character, but like, there's another character that I heard a rumor character she gets so annoying in season three mm. my favorite character on that show actually is um the guy who could see dead people 
That's oh. my favorite. Guy. <laughs> he, I, I love that guy. He has an actor. He is in a good series. Um, he only was in the first two seasons. It's called, oh shoot, now I can't even think of what it's called. Uh, it was, it's a uh, British show, and it's these people who get superpowers <laughs> or whatever. And his superpower, he finds out after he gets buried, is a, being immortal. Oh my gosh. He might be a good so Marv too. Yeah. 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 I can see that. Um and then I had uh just uh Gatton Matarazzo from Stranger Things. Which I was going to I was going to ask like cuz Dustin like I I was trying oh. to I was trying to put all of the characters from Stranger Things in Kevin's role and I'm like it does I I couldn't get it to work. Yeah, he was my last pick and it was just because he has a mouth. But other than that, because I'm like uh, Finn, no, not unless you know this is like you know the teenage like thirteen goth, you know the goth years of Kevin. Yeah, and then I only had one other choice for Kate, and that was Evangeline Lilly. Who's that? Uh, I know the name. I've heard she it. plays in the. She plays a uh, love interest in Ant Man, and she's in the Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, I uh, it. Oh wait a minute! What love or, interest? Or, she has love interest, so not his ex-wife, obviously. No, it's uh, Michael Douglas's daughter. Oh, oh, okay, okay. She's in Lord of the Rings. That makes so much sense. I'm like, I've yeah, long she, time does, she like, does look elfish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, just have curious. You, you've seen Br- Brightburn. I have seen bits and pieces. Oh, I haven't seen the whole thing. It is awful. <clears throat> What is that on? So I don't know. It's it's, it's just a movie. It's basically a what if Superman, even though it's not Superman, came to Earth in a spaceship, <clears throat> kind of like Superman, but was an evil, evil being, and the only way that you can kill him is by stabbing him with his own spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, weird. Um, I, uh, Man, it looks like it was it was created by the Gunn family. Written by Brian Gunn, written by Mark Gunn, produced by James Gunn. So yeah, it's a it's a Gunn family feature film. Oh, it is so bad. Like, and who's who's the mom in that? I, I... Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, yeah, Elizabeth Banks. Oh, that's too bad. She, she like gets her. she, uh, she's trying to plot to kill her son because he she realizes that he's evil, and he finds out about it, and he takes her, and basically flies her up into the atmosphere and she and she he's holding on to her as she's burning up in the atmosphere. So has an approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes of 57%. <laughs> Normally I don't justify Rotten Tomatoes. Like I, I feel as though if something is like in this actually how I do if it's a good show is if the IMDB rating is about a seven, uh-huh. and Rotten Tomatoes is anywhere from forty to fifty to possibly sixty. It's a good movie. Yep, I thought about do running the numbers one day of going what what makes a good movie when these like when does that line match up when they hit that cross? You know, <laughs> you got a good movie there, and so but I haven't had time. Yeah, I mean, generally for me, like a movie in the nineties and Rotten Tomatoes, and like on IMDb, if it's like at a three, that movie sucks. <laughs> Oh, apparently it's funny they brought up Rain Wilson because apparently he was going to be in the sequel of that movie Ooh. that they teased. I think at the end of the movie, 
Let's see. Let's see. Confirm that film credits making reference of a half man, half sea creature terrorizing the sea. Rain Wilson's character, Frank Darbo, the Crimson Bolt. So now they're teasing an Aquaman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. So yep, that um, that's a thing. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's move on to our one recommendation. What do you got for us, Brett? Um, I mean, besides watching a Muppets Christmas Carol, I mean, here here's be my one recommendation. Just take time and just fantasize of what it would be. Take your like favorite movie or even least favorite movie and cast Muppets in it. Because <laughs> as I was like driving around the other Die day, Die Hard would be awesome. Yes, Die Hard, <laughs> Die Hard would be awesome. Would watch. Well, and I was thinking about, and so I was like casting like movies that I've liked, and then I was like, okay, well, what about movies I don't like? Because I don't really enjoy Fast and the Furious, and then I started <laughs> casting the characters from the Muppets in Fast and Furious, and I'm like, I would totally watch that. I think we found our next recast. <laughs> We're recasting movies as Muppet characters <laughs> with one human, because there's always got to be one human. Oh yeah. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Um, my recommendation, I have a couple, but... The be- Ring with Muppets. <laughs> that, oh my gosh. Who would be the girl? It'd have to be it, Miss Piggy, right? No. It, oh no, I, it'd, be, it'd be the blonde chick. No, it... Oh, that could work. But how funny would it be if it was, um, what's his name, like the shrimp or whatever, Le Pure. Oh, what? Pepe? Pepe Le Pure. Or, yeah, Pepe, yeah. I'm gonna get you, okay? And I'm going to come through this TV, okay? <laughs> Are you going to die in seven days, okay? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> but yes, uh, it was funny that Curdle brought this up at the beginning. I recommend Spirited. Um, it's a great Christmas movie. It's it, it's a, definitely a one-watcher. I consider watching it again. Um I was a little bit taken at the beginning, like, oh, no, this is going to be a musical. And I was, they started singing about literally everything, and that worried me. But then I think after, like, the first 10 minutes, I was like, okay, I'm on board. And all the songs from that point on were pretty comical. And they, like, I like how they stopped the songs and just were being Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds all the time. Like, hey, or, like, I forgot what they said. Like, hey, that was my line, or what I was going to do that, or. That was a really good song you, we just did there. Yeah, it was. Like, so, I mean, it's not really breaking the fourth wall, but it kind of felt like something similar to that. Almost self-aware. Yeah, self-aware. <clears throat> so, and the storyline's a different one. And the ending is a different ending as well. So, I recommend it. Give it a watch this Christmas. Yeah, I recommend that too. But my recommendation this week, um, because it's just the Christmas time, I'll recommend a Christmas movie, and I'm going to recommend a Christmas vacation. Yes, great movie. Did you did you see that? What is it? A Christmas Story has like it's like 30 year sequel mm-hmm. on HBO mm-hmm. Max. I have no interest in watching that. I I I had a theory years ago, and it's funny because whenever I say it, it's like, oh no, it's a thing. Then somebody was like, no, no, I, I don't hate the movie, but I always feel as though there's two camps. There is people who love National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and there are people that love a Christmas story. And generally, if you like one or you love one, you don't love the other. 
What's your thoughts on that, Cradle? Um, I well, if if I had to choose between the two, I would go very heavy on Christmas Vacation. But um, I'm I I have I I don't mind Christmas Story. I just feel like it was really ruined for me with it running twenty four seven on TBS. Um, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, that's enough. And I do know I do know that there was a sequel made years and years ago. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm guessing it just got totally memory hold. Yeah. With Daniel Stern in it, back to Home Alone. So, oh, really? um, and but I, I might if I have time, I might watch it just to, just to say, okay, I watched it once. But I'm almost certain my go-to movie is always going to be Christmas Vacation. Yeah, yeah. it's I mean, so enjoyable. I mean, one of the funnier lines that I saw from the sequel to A Christmas Story is the dad just is taking his son to see the mall Santa. And he's just like, okay, careful. Like, don't let him put your, you know, push you down the slide with his foot. And the kid is like, why would he do that? <laughs> like, who would, who would allow that to happen to him? And I'm like, that's funny. <laughs> you know, I have a bonus recommendation, but <clears throat> um, the movies that made us did a thing of Home Alone. And I don't know if you guys have seen that. Oh, um, on Netflix. Yes, I have. That was a fantastic little like making Gosh. of the movie. I've seen previews of that. I've wanted to watch it. Yeah, I recommend watching all of the movies that made us. Even the movie, like, I watched Dirty Dancing, and I'm not the biggest fan of that movie. But it was interesting to see, like, what it took to get that movie to come together. But no, watch Home Alone. Home Alone is fantastic. Especially because that movie almost died numerous times, and they did not think it Like, that movie, that uh, the movies that made us, those movies, I swear, they picked the ones that were complete underdogs when they were making them, and then turned out to be complete successes. I mean, I've liked, I, I've been picky with that series. I'm like, I don't care about that one. Like, you know, they did Elf. I'm like, I'm not watching mm-hmm. that. Um, but the, one of them, they have a, the stories, that, the, the toys that made us. And I pick and choose from those. because I'm like, okay, well, let's t- learn about Star Wars toys. That is fascinating. And then there's like the, what is it, like Game Over or whatever. It's basically a breakdown of every single decade's gaming console, starting mm-hmm. with the 70s. And Atari in the eighties. I didn't know. I it is seen that one. so good. Yeah, I'll have to check that one out because I didn't know that existed. Yeah, but I, yeah, I just found out recently that uh, um, I, when I was growing up, we got a Nintendo, just like Eight Bit Christmas, mm-hmm. and I found out that my dad did not want us to have a Nintendo at the time. <laughs> That's funny. I was like, wow, it's so close. Was it because of all the what, the dangers of it? I don't know. I need to talk to him about it. That's funny. I think our dad is the one that wanted Nintendo, right? He did, but, you know, we had just barely, like, two years prior. We were always, and if you think about this, and I'm not sure if you were aware, but I was aware. We were basically always two years behind everything else. Mm-hmm. Like, we got a Nintendo a year later, a year or a year and a half later, Super Nintendo came out. Then by the time I got my Sega Genesis, that's when they went to... Uh, they were doing Sega CD, which was a fail. Yeah. But then it took a long. It took me buying a, an N64. The only reason why I got an N64, I needed Goldeneye in my life. Mm-hmm. Goldeneye yep. is amazing. That was such a pop culture phenomenon that you had to have it at mm-hmm. that time. If you missed the train on that one, yeah, yeah. I think I got on board when I got PlayStation Two. Was the first time I re- got it the year of. Yeah, I think <clears throat> 007 still holds up today. I oh, love yeah. it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's a great game, and I think if you ask me, that it's like the creator of that whole first-person shooter. Like it got, 
Well, I mean, there might be others out there, but it's the one that got the ball rolling. Like that, that might be the Wolfen, one thing. <laughs> Wolfenstein and oh D- yeah, Dune. That's right. I forgot about computer games. That might be the one <clears throat> James Bond game that outshines the movie. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know if I've ever dared to go back. I don't dare to watch Goldeneye again. Just. I think uh, it holds up, but some of the other ones absolutely don't. Like you basically have to. I think because I do like the the James Bond series. You just basically have to go, all right, so this took place in the 70s or whatever. The thing that I dislike about it is they're just like, okay, we're going to take Judy Dench's M from this, and then we're going to take Daniel Craig, and we're going to place this character pre-every single thing that uh-huh. happened before Sean Connery. And so at that point in time, I'm like, okay, well, here's what we're going to do. We're just going to say that his James Bond is just a character title that gets passed on to other people and 007 yeah. is like cause I can't I can't suspend disbelief that you know from Casino Royale technology was great uh-huh. to Doctor No being like computers are the size of like a whole floor yeah like I can't dis- suspend my dis- belief that but big now when I say I can't go back and watch some of them I mean the Pierce Brosnan one only the only only those series because I don't think I can watch <laughs> those again. Because uh, what he did, Tomorrow Never Dies, did Goldeneye, and he did one other, right? Goldeneye is probably his oh, best one. Oh, World Is Not Enough? The World Is Not Enough is probably perhaps the worst Bond movie. Oh, I take that back. The second one that Daniel Craig did Quantum. was awful. Oh, yes. Quantum of Solace. I remember walking out of it and I with Jeremy, and I looked at him. I go, I don't remember what... I remember explosions happening, but I don't remember <laughs> what happened in the story. That was a dumb movie. And he goes... Oh, good. Same, same with me. And we just—it was like two minutes outside of the theater, and I couldn't recall the entire plot. I just knew explosions. <laughs> what did we just watch? <laughs> was that the movie that they were in Brazil for a little bit? They were in Brazil, I believe. They were in Florida, and they were on like that Florida highway, I believe, in the the Florida Keys. I want to say, but I'm not sure. All I know is there was a plane, and there was explosions. <laughs> there was people, they did and, stuff. And James Bond was in it. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. Get out of here. Go on. Yeah. 